welcome to the stage, Good morning. Welcome back, everybody. Sorry if I sound a little awful. Uh, we, we lost our voice last night. We have three shows today, too, so I only imagine it's getting worse from here. But you know what? We fight through. This is a flu game, although I feel fine. You know what I'm saying? I just got to sound bad. Uh, we had we had some spicy, spicy NBA action last night. We had Mark Cuban saying he's out, and then the speculation around Mark Cuban. We got Andrew Bogut weighing in on Josh Giddy. We got a little bit of everything. Excited to dive into all that stuff. Let's see. Who do we have here this morning? Keepers here. Snoopaloop. Happy National Package Protection Day. Are we talking about uh, getting insurance on packages, or are we talking about condoms? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Snoopaloop also... Yeah, Snoop, I actually aggressively disagree with this, and we'll talk uh, about it a little bit. Borland, there we go. Who else we got? Common Man, love to see it. Uh, Jeff, let's go, Jeff. Yeah, man, I love the playing tournament. It's been a lot of fun. Stubbs is here. Bodvine, Veronica, let's go. What's up, Veronica? Whoa, no dunk sighting. We love to see that. Reese is up in here. Hashtag Heat Culture. We love to see it. Hey, real quick, uh, just a couple of things, a couple of business things, and then let's get into it. Uh, we will be over on the So Rare channel basically for the rest of the day. Uh, the team holds So Rare. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to our new channel, get on over there. Uh, and we have at 3 p.m. Eastern our guy George St. Ledger, fresh off a top 10 finish in the in-season tournament uh, advanced thing over on So Rare. Uh, so that'll be at 3 p.m. Eastern, and then Shot Tank is back tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. And I will just be guzzling tea and honey for the rest of the day in between those so that I don't sound like I've just been swallowing whole cigarettes. Um, all right, let's go. Let's just get into it. Let's talk about some basketball. We are, we're now down to the final eight, one step closer to the final four, which is going to be in Vegas, which is just another reminder. We're going out there. There was some, I'm like trying to figure out how this deal works, but AXS uh, is doing it with the NBA is doing some deal for tickets. I don't know if the NBA is having a tough time selling some of these in-season tournament tickets, but the Vegas tickets, it's like buy one, get three free right now, which is kind of nuts. Uh, but I'm getting really excited about that. For those that don't know, uh, we're going to be in Vegas Wednesday to Sunday, checking in on some of, we're going to be going to both semifinal games and hopefully the finals games as well. So I uh, hope to see some of you guys out there. If you're going to be there, otherwise, you know, we'll see you live from Vegas. We'll tune in a couple of times. Milo up in here. We good to see you, sir. New Swami. Good to see everybody. Everybody. Let's go. Let's talk some basketball. Let's do it. I will talk about Mark Cuban after. Uh, I so the Celtics. I like, this is my first takeaway. I think I think people are dumber uh, than we think. You know what I'm saying? In it, you know, you're like, dude, you're an NBA head coach, man. You're an NBA head coach. You gotta be, you gotta be, gotta be, gotta be smart up there in order to be an NBA head coach. Well, let me introduce you to Billy Donovan. I. I understand that maybe for a casual, maybe for me, doing the math in real time is a little bit tricky to figure out like what the point differential thing is. You got one job, Billy. Billy, it's your job. You, If anybody should understand how this point differential thing is going to work, it's going to be somebody who works for the league. You coach a team. You should be well aware. Now, maybe you're just trying to make sure that the Chicago Bulls don't have a real-life mutiny and just remove you uh, like Lord of the Flies style. Um, and so maybe that's why it's been hard, but Billy Donovan getting mad at Joe Missoula because of free throws 
uh, or because of hacking uh, Drummond down the stretch to make sure that the Celtics had a high enough uh, point differential and then hope that the Nets game uh, played out the way it did so it could move on was one of the funniest things. Like, I, I don't, I just don't understand why it's so hard to know this. It's so funny. Uh, yeah, Bulls are a dumpster fire. I agree. I, it, no one seems like they're having a good time. I believe Levine got dinged up in this game too. He only played, because I looked at his stat line. I was like, oh my God, Levine only had two points. And then I was like, oh, he got hurt. He played 25 minutes before he got hurt, though. He played two points in 25 minutes. Anyway, Celtics Celtics move on, 124-97. We'll go over all of the scores before we um, hit what the bracket looks like here moving forward. But big dubs for them. Uh, Tatum at 21-7-4. Big Jalen Brown game. He had 38-6. Holiday returned to the lineup. After missing a couple games, too, you would have uh, assumed minute restriction or something, and they were like, nish-nish. He's played full allotment of minutes. He had 14-9-7. Derek White had 19. I'm sorry, Kobe White had 19. And Jamar DeRozan had 19-6. and six. But the Bulls continue to just be a dumpster fire. I I feel bad for Chicago fans. I don't know what the, what the glass-half-full approach is, right? It's not like you have young talent that's exciting. I mean, the thing that you're most excited about are the assets you'll get back from Alex Caruso. That's it. I don't even know what else you'd be excited about. It's not like Patrick Williams is the guy. Io, you know, there was a little bit of excitement for Io for a little bit, and then that no, not anymore. Reese is in the chat saying everyone keeps saying how confusing the in-season tournament is, and they don't understand. But it's a very simple thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe like if you if you've never followed uh, international football, but you know what? Even us dumb Americans, we pay attention to the World Cup. We know how this works. We should be able to figure it out. If we could feel like figure out aggregate score, we could figure out point differential. It's the basketball is supposed to be like the nerdiest fans, right? We care about, uh, we care about plus minuses and defensive efficiencies. We listen to the low post, right? But we can't figure out point differential. Fucking Billy Donovan, man. Um, behind the bulls, the best thing in Chi Town. There you go. Anyway, so Celtics, Celtics get a big dub, big dub. We love to see it. Uh, Nets and Raptors. So this was the game. The Nets, uh, we needed the the we as in me, a Boston Celtic. Uh, the Nets needed to win by like needed to win but not by too many uh it was like this weird needle they needed to thread and they did what's going on with toronto by the way what is up why are we why are we bad remember there was like a, a two-week run where everybody's like can you imagine there was even a conversation about is it scotty barnes or is it evan mobley scotty barnes is him he is him uh, we might have to like pump the brakes a little bit on what's going on in Toronto. And I, maybe it's just a lack of shooting. I don't know, but the nets holding you to 103. I don't, I, I don't think I would describe the Brooklyn nets as a defensive juggernaut. Uh, but anyway, Siakam had a double, double. He had 17 and 10 Scotty Barnes, also a double, double 17, 11 and six Schurter had 14 and nine, uh, Mikel Bridges and Spencer Dinwiddie. They were leading the way, uh, Dinwiddie, uh, with a 23, 23 points, nine dimes, eight boards and four steals. And Bridges had 22, 10 and five Cam Johnson also piled in 18 and nine Nick Claxton returned to the lineup. I don't know if we have uh, Nets fans in the chat. I don't know if we have Nets fans in Brooklyn, honestly, how are we feeling about this team? Sorry, we had a quick cough there. I got they they're kind of likable, right? You don't have anybody that's great, but you know, you just got a bunch of dudes, you know? A bunch of dudes out there scrapping. Um Lonnie Walker off the bench, right? Boston bases as a Nets fan. I'm I'm concerned. Okay, there we go. Boston base. Uh Bottomine saying Raps are just trying real hard to be 500 team for several seasons straight. Well, success, baby. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know what they need to do. It feels like they have enough talent to be a little bit more competitive than they are i you know what honestly i would love let's get Masai hammered 
and then explain that Jakob Pertl trade. I like a year. We're almost a year out of that now. Nine months. I don't know. A pregnancy uh, away from that trade. I, I think we need more information. What was going on? Well, they, was it was besides just like, man, if we get Jakob Pertl, dude, championship or bust. I just don't really understand. Uh, yeah, we the people. I do love. I love Camp Thomas. That's what I'm saying. I feel like. Uh, I feel like there is some. You know, right? You don't have a ton of expectations if you're a Brooklyn fan. You're just happy to be here. You're not. You're not the Pistons, the Hornets, the Wizards, even the Raptors, the Bulls. But you're also probably not get. If you get out of the playing game, it's another four zero sweep. But I don't know. That's fun. Uh, Atlanta Hawks just rolled over. I think this Jalen Johnson injury is going to be a problem. Um, Sadiq Bay slid into the starting lineup. And I mean, it just, you know, nothing from AJ Griffin. Wesley Matthews played like 15 minutes. It's just a bunch. That's all of a sudden you remove Jalen Johnson. That depth of Atlanta feels a little shaky. Um, but they got smoked 128, 105. Donovan Mitchell, after two horrific Shooting performances over the weekend dropped a big old line on him. Had 40, 11, and 5. Garland had 19 and 8. Evan Mobley, you ready for a little Mobley action? 17 points, 19 boards, and 7 blocks. Evan Mobley saw your threads about Scotty Barnes, about how he's got no bag. I don't know if 7 blocks gives you a bag, but it, Mobley was great. Uh, Trey and DeJounte were pretty disappointing. I think they each scored 13. Uh, Trey at 13 and 10. Bogdan, I think the high score for them had 18 and 6 off the bench. Pretty disappointing uh, game from Atlanta. And it was funny. I was trying to think. It was like, you know, maybe some of these teams don't care as much because they've been eliminated from the in-season contention. Uh, maybe, but, uh, you know, it's still a regular season game, right? It's not like you just roll over. You still need these Ws. Uh, I don't know. There we go. Boston Base, I am going to read this comment. Boston Base letting us know. I was traveling when the Dune 2 trailer came out a few months ago. How did I miss Christopher Walken? So pumped for that. There you go. Walking. Uh, I almost just slid into an impression of walking before realizing I don't have that bag. Uh, Bucks heat. This game, Okay, so I wanted to go back to what Snoopaloop said at the top saying if Chris Middleton stays healthy. So, yes, I think that is that is true. If Middleton turns to uh, prime Middleton and can play 30 minutes a game and can be like their third option uh, and the defense gets shirt up a little bit, yeah, I, Milwaukee does become a, a more dangerous team. All right. I do agree with that. And they did win last night against Miami, 131-124. But this game went to the wire. This game went all the way, all the way to the wire. And Miami was without Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler. I just, you know, if I'm I'm about to read some stat lines to you, and I want you to tell me why does this give you confidence in what Milwaukee can do? Here we go. Josh Richardson, 20 points and seven dimes. Kyle Lowry, 21, six and four. You played, this was a one possession game down the stretch. It ended up being a seven point victory, but this was like back and forth in the last minute of the game. So I, this does not give me any confidence in the walk. And I feel bad because I've done this like three or four times. And you're probably like, dude, you're just a fracking Celtics fan, kid. You should come out here and you just dunk on all the other competition. Um, but listen, already, this is what Milwaukee has done. They started the season. They beat the Sixers in a one-point victory. There you go. That's a good win. They lost to the Hawks. Then they beat the Heat. Uh, they lost to the Raptors. They beat the Knicks, the Nets, 
the Pistons. They lost to the Pacers, then the Magic. They beat the Bulls, the Raptors, the Hornets. The Mavericks was a good win. Then they barely squeaked by the Wizards two different times. They lost to the Celtics and beat the Blazers in the Heat without all the guys we already just listed off. Like, none of those games, none of those experiences to me are like, oh, championship, baby. Um, Veronica saying Brooke Lopez has to be my favorite player. I mean, I think Brooke Lopez has been playing awesome. And so if you want to, like, you've got that going. You've got that going for you. But I don't know. None of these victories have made me feel good about them. And Snoop Loop one more time, just saying just the closing four of Giannis, Dane, Middleton, and Lopez is hard to defend. I agree. The thing is, you need five. Uh, you do need a fifth. So maybe it's Patty Connington. Uh, but anyways, it, I, I should stop dunking on them because they did get the win. They do move on. They are part of the Elite Eight of the NBA in-season tournament. Uh, but Giannis, what did Giannis finish with? Uh, he, uh, I'm sorry, he had 33-10-5. And, and then 31-9, uh, and nine, I believe it was. Sorry, I lost my spot here. Um, I lost my spot. 32-9 from Dame. And then Bam out of bio, baby. Bam Adebayo is continuing to be like the number one guy. A little clunky there down the stretch, but at 31, 10, and 5. Um, yeah. Uh, Snoop Loop, here we go. There's some love for Milwaukee. Three straight 30-plus 30 uh, plus point games from Giannis and Dame together is pretty insane. That is true. Also, what's up, Tyler? GM, GM. Uh, but anyway, so Milwaukee moves on. That is the uh, one of the Eastern Conference. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's not one of the Eastern Conference matchups. I am projecting what's going to be in the final four. Uh, bing bong. Let's go. The Knicks beat the lowly Hornets. We got bad news out of Charlotte, and it's not about Miles Bridges for once. Uh, it is LaMelo seems to have suffered a pretty severe uh, ankle injury. And uh, we talked about it. We speculated a little bit yesterday about how somebody was saying it looked like it might be a non-contact injury. And it looks like he's going to miss quite a, quite a bit of time. And that was like the one thing Charlotte had going for it, right? It was like, well, LaMelo's been averaging like 30, 38 and 8 or whatever it was for the last. If you took out the first like 10 days of the NBA season, he had been a monster. Um, and this is just another injury for them. So that is pretty bad. And, I mean, you saw the effects of it. Not that they were going to compete with the Knicks. But, I mean, it's just like, well, hopefully scary. Terry goes for 40, and he's just fresh off of injury. Brandon Miller was their high scorer with 18 points. So, like, that's – Mark Williams had a double-double of 12 and 12. Uh, Julius Randle. Julius Randle, a 25 and 20 line, huh? 25 and 20 from Jay Randle. Let's get a drop. Let's get that regular season Randle drop. Wow, regular season Randall. Again, you want to talk about another guy if you just cut off the first 10 games of the season? He's just been cooking. Let me actually like pull that up. I, I'd be curious to see what that looks like because he really, I mean, I know everybody's making fun of him. And then good for him. He came out and he was like, guys, fellas, I had ankle surgery this offseason. Of course, I, I'm playing like dog shit. Let me get back into it. And he did. To his credit, he has been great. His last five games, his last five games, uh, 25 and 20 last night. 28 the night before against, I mean, the game before against the Suns. Had a bad game against Miami with only 13. Uh, then 21 and uh, against the Wolves, 21 against Charlotte. So, like, Randall really out there just balling. Just balling for Randall. Good job for the Bing Bong boys. Uh, IQ quickly had 23 off the bench. Josh Hart, too, had a game 17 and 5 off the bench. Josh Hart afterwards uh, was telling the media, he was like, hey, just write this down. I am not a disgruntled player. I thought that was funny. Shout out, Josh Hart. Shout out Josh Hart. But yeah, uh, so the Knicks are also one of the one of the few, one of the few to move on. We've got um a fun matchup with the Knicks coming up. But Bing Bong, the the quest for the the cup continues. They are alive and well. 
Uh, RIP Hornets was a good season. Let the tanking begin. It does feel like they're, I, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, man. I, I really don't. I don't know what you, cause now they're going to have to just like lean into bridges and I, I, I don't, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, reps Celtic Boston base says the reps are emailing you deep discounted, uh, Hornets tickets. I bet, man, nobody wants to go to those games. Um, <clears throat> all right. Wolves and thunder. So this ended up being, uh, two teams, uh, both that it got eliminated from the in-season tournament. But this might have been, well, ah, uh, no, Kings and Warriors was. This was a pretty competitive game. I also saw some some buzz on uh, Twitter about how this might be like the their, the Thunder's biggest rival now. is Like that is the rivalry, Timberwolves-Thunder. Uh, and Minnesota stays on top of the Western Conference. I don't know if you guys saw that clip uh, going around of Rudy just shutting down Chet Holmgren, defending him at the three-point line. Chet tries to give a little up fake. And uh, most bigs, Chet can get around with that move gets a little up fake cuts hard um or drives hard and rudy rudy stops it then chet gets it again up near the free throw line he shuts that down and then a tough contest uh it's a uh, rudy's been awesome and it, this was a real impressive win because cat didn't really have a good game ant-man got hurt on a drive and he only i think he only played 25 minutes uh it doesn't seem like it's going to be too serious he was like questionable to return they kept him out but for them to have down games from ant down games from uh cat and still come out of that with a victory, a 106-103 victory. They got some really good uh, help from their bench. Nas Reed had a solid game. He had a 15 off the bench. And then Troy Brown Jr., baby, 17 off the bench. Troy Brown gets fouled with the uh, – Gets followed with the Wolves up two and four seconds left. Goes one for two from the line. It gives the Thunder one more shot, uh, and SGA takes a deep, deep three. They actually had Isaiah. So I think Giddy was the inbound passer. They had, I don't know why I'm showing you this, like I'm drawing up a flag football play, but Isaiah Joe kind of cups comes off of the foul line into the almost like the same play where Chet Holmgren hit that three against the Warriors. And it looked like, and again, Isaiah Joe is one of the best three-point shooters in the league. It looked like Giddy had a shot to get it to him to get a clean look for Isaiah Joe, but instead they go to SGA, which again, not a terrible option, but SGA takes a deep, deep three. No good. Wolves get a W. Um, SGA ended up again with 32 and four. Chet 16, eight and six. Uh, Rudy had a nice double, double 17 and 16 with five stocks. And then, like I said, Ant-Man didn't play the fourth quarter, had 21 and five. Good win for Minnesota atop the Western Conference standings, baby. Go Wolves. Go Timberwolves Brazil account. We love it all. We love it all. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick break here and just do an underdog ad read so I can cough up whatever's in there right now. We need to take a quick break before we get back to the basketball. We'll be right back. Today's NBA bit is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Sports. Whether you're drafting Luka first overall in best ball or fading Wemby blocks in the pickums, Underdog is where you'll find team hold sign up today at underdogfantasy.com or just click the link in the description to get started and by signing up using promo code hold h-o-l-d you will get a 100 deposit bonus match up to a hundred dollars that's a free honey so sign up today using promo code hold h-o-l-d and get started at underdogfantasy.com all right, sweet, sweet. We are back. Only a couple games to get into, and then we'll dive into like what this looks like for the in-season tournament the rest of the way. Uh, Jump Shoot says, can we talk about Jeremy Sohan putting ketchup on his pizza? Yeah, I saw that uh, going around on Twitter. I don't know, dude. Just let the French cook, right? Is he French? Did I make that up? He might not be French. I, don't, I think that's wrong. That's definitely wrong. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Just like, you know what? I just want people to be happy, dude. If the ketchup on the pizza makes you happy, 
In the words of, uh, is it Cheryl Crow? Cheryl Crow? If it makes you happy. Yeah, you know what? Just let him cook. Let Jeremy Sohan cook his pizza with ketchup. Um, all right, Luka Doncic. Let's do, let's start the show. Let's start this segment with a Luka drop because my man was out there. Luka, Luka, magic. So, okay, people are letting me know Sohan is uh, Polish. My sincerest apologies to the Polish community. I, why did I do this? <laughs> I was a little Trump. My sincerest, my sincerest apologies to the Polish community. There's some good people in the Polish community. Really nice people. They put ketchup on their pizza. I don't love that, but there's good people out there. Uh, all right. Luca, man, almost a 40 point triple double, zero turnovers, went 41 9 and 9 out there. There's also a hilarious clip. Uh, Luca was defending Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks gets by him. So I don't know why Luca was acting like. He, it was his defensive stop, but he goes up for a, Dylan goes up for a layup, misses the layup. Luca's in the air, grabs the board in the air, and is just and just like yells something at Dylan Brooks while it happens. I forget what he yells, but it was incredible. Uh, and then I, and they they get a big dub. It was a good win for them. Good win, one twenty one, one fifteen. Uh, Kyrie at twenty seven and five. Luca forty one nine and nine. Weird. Jason Kidd and Tim McMahon getting into it on. Uh, in the press game, uh, post game press conference, where Jason Kidd was like, write some positive shit to Tim McMahon, uh, which like I guess I understand, uh, uh, but it also makes me uncomfortable where when like the internet is like, yeah, go Jason Kidd. It's like, yeah, lest we forget. Um, but good win for Dallas, man. I feel like they, you know, got off to that hot start, and a lot of it we were like, oh, but the schedule, uh, and then slowed down a little bit. This was a pretty good win. Uh, Fred Van Fleet had ten and twelve, Jabari sixteen and nine, and then Shigur. At 31, 9, and 6. And we were talking about this on the 89 Cavs uh, text thread. Alfred Shagoon's the best Houston Rocket, right? Is he the best player on the team? And I, I think we all were excited about Shingoon, Had a lot of upside, right? But I don't know how many of us going into this season were like, Shingoon is the best player on the Rockets. I think you'd be like, well, Freddie Van Fleet, they're playing $40 million. Jabari Smith's going to take a leap. Jalen Green's team. Dylan Cooks, you know? But Shangun is the best player on the team. It's nuts. Uh, now, a lot of people talking about ranch on pizza. I think ranch is fine on pizza. What's, it was a lot of pizza talk this morning. We love to see it. Uh, Garen, thank you. He said, on behalf of all polls, I accept your apology. Thank you. Um, but yeah, shangun has been great, man. Uh, good win for Dallas. Uh, neither of them are moving on. Well, I guess we should talk about Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban... Uh, Mark Cuban does did what like most successful business people do where they sell their thing and they get a lot of money for it, but they still get to be in charge of it. Uh, so he's still running basketball operations, essentially still in charge of the Mavericks, but just sold it. Uh, and I love this there uh, with Twitter. Just you, you want to, this, something like this is Viagra for Twitter. Everybody just super rock hard and was just like, let's go nuts. I saw as much as like, Oh, this is the top. He did this before uh, he sold all of whatever, like the startups or like the tech, whatever the boom was that he got out on the top. This is like, this is the top for, um, for tech that all tech is going to uh, crater. There was also people being like, Oh, he's running for president of the United States. So that's why I also saw, what was the other thing? Um, uh, oh, that he's about to be uh, connected to Epstein. <laughs> I saw that. So people were just going hard at it. Uh, I don't, I don't really care. 
I mean, let's let's also remember, like the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I mean, how long ago was it where they were? Um, you know, weren't they like like lawsuits? They were fined by the league for just like having a toxic, toxic work environment. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Mark uh, Mark Cuban sold. Uh, I think he still owns forty nine percent. Right, he sold fifty one percent of it or something like that. Um, hey, good for Mark Cuban. Get that money, baby. Get that money. Anyways, good win for Dallas. I don't know if anybody else has any thoughts on it. Um, who cares? I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, yeah, we were just talking about that Boston base. We were just talking about Sohan. Um, all right, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Only a couple of games left. Only a couple of games left. Um, no, one game. The game of the night. Light the beam. Kings beat the Warriors 124-123. Uh, this is huge. Malik Monk down the stretch. There was like 11 seconds left or something. Only a few seconds left on the shot clock. Malik Monk is on the baseline. Kind of like darts to the free throw line. Fades away and just fires it off the backboard. Off the backboard and in. Uh, seven seconds left. The Warriors get one more shot at, at it. Uh, and it's, you know, it, it, go look at the clip of that last play. Steph looks very comfortable, which as I was watching the highlight of it, because I fell asleep, uh, Steph like dribbles up and he looks pretty comfortable, right? Like calm. And I'm like, dude, this dude is like, he has been in every moment. A regular season game is not going to shake Steph. And he, and then takes like a, a shot from like 50 feet out, like does not get a good look. And it made me think, I was like, man, with seven seconds, uh, you should be able to get yourself a good look. And I want to make sure we get Kings love because this Kings are down, I think, five with a minute and a half left or six with a minute and a half left. Uh, Comes storming back. Uh, really solid fourth quarter from them. They get the W. And because of this, this is basically like the winner moves on. They win. They get to move on to that Elite Eight of the quarterfinals for the NBA and season tournament, the quest for the cup. Uh, so really good win for them. Golden State, though, man. I, you know, Draymond comes back and he was just a basket case. He picks up a tech in his first game back. He's like turning the ball over. He was screaming at the refs, like doing some weird stare downs when he did this like karate chop, this like almost wrestling move foul there late in the fourth quarter and then stared down the ref while he already had a tech. And it, and I mean, in four, for the Warriors to get games, right? Because the biggest thing has been like, wow, Steph's had no help. Dario Saric has been the second best player for the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they got a game from Wiggins. Wiggins had 29 and 10. Curry had 29, 10 and 6. Clay had 20 and 9. Draymond had a normal Draymond Green, uh, green game, like the, the Ben Simmons, if you will, like 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8 just a bunch of weird shit. But if for for to get all of those games uh, from, from those players who have been struggling and still pick up the L, I think uh, you got to start wondering, like, what what is going on? Like, are are is Golden State in real trouble? Chris Paul only played five minutes. He left that game early in the first half. Didn't return. Uh, it's just I don't know, man. I, I, there's a lot of you know when when your expectation is championship every single year, both from everybody in the organization. Like you have a coach that only knows how to win championships, right? Whether he was coaching or playing, you've got this core of Steph, Draymond, and Clay, which they. You know, I, I, this is like the most arrogant and dumb thing to do is to relate it to anything in my life. Uh, but I just think about how like my brain still thinks it can do, do stuff that my body no longer can do. I've talked about running before. I used to be very fast. I used to be like a sub five and a half minute mile. Uh, and when I, it's hard for me to go out and run now because when I was younger, that was, I could like, I knew let's like, this is my brain is like, okay, this is the pace we got to go. This is how we got to do it. 
And now if I go and run, my brain still does that, but my body's like, oh, dude, we can't do that. We can't, you don't have that bag anymore. And I do kind of wonder if like the Warriors are just kind of broken a little bit because their their minds are like, dude, we gotta be like, we should be playing at this championship caliber level of play. And that's all we know, but our bodies won't allow it anymore. And they don't have the other guys stepping up that can like help get them there. I mean, Steph's still playing MVP type basketball. Steph's been awesome, but everybody else around him, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess if you want to be positive for Golden State, you're like, hey, listen, we got uh, Wiggins had a good game. Clay had a good game. Maybe we're back. Maybe we're back. We got Draymond again. But there we go. Anyways, that was the last night of the in-season tournament. Let's uh, let's go take a look at what it's going to look like here. Uh, we'll look at the quarterfinals, and then I want to look at the final standings and all that stuff. The NBA Communications account tweeted out. So here we go. On Monday, 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 we've got Celtics and the Indiana Pacers. That's going to be a fun game because the Pacers are obviously going to be pushing it. Push it real good. Monday at 7.30, Indiana and Celtics, 10 p.m., uh, Pellies and Kangs. And then Tuesday, December 5th, you've got Knicks and Heat, Suns and Lakers. I'm sorry, Knicks and Heat. Knicks and Bucks, excuse me. Knicks and Bucks, Suns and Lakers. I, I kind of, uh, TST brought this up in our chat this morning. I kind of think it's weird that they uh, separated days of the games, right? Like having it Monday and and Tuesday, that one team is going to have more rest, right? One team's going to have more rest going into Thursday. I do like that it's condensed. Like, this is happening fast. So, quarterfinals on Monday and Tuesday. Semifinals will be on Thursday. Finals on Saturday. Um, I, looking at it quickly, I mean, it, the idea of having Celtics, Bucks, and Kings, Lakers, or Kings, Suns is pretty pretty exciting for semifinals. Sorry, Bing Bong boys. Honestly, even if the Pacers make it, I'd be more excited to watch Halliburton, I have no interest in watching the the Knicks. <laughs> I don't want to see the Knicks. Um, so, but Celtics, Bucks, and Lakers, Kings, or even if the Pels get, I don't see the Pels beating the Kings. But uh, I mean, even if you got Zion down there, that'd be fun too. So, I, the NBA is going to be pretty happy with how this has turned out. Uh, I know, I know, I am. Uh, all right, let's go look at the uh, overall official standings here. We can look at who won the. I mean, we know who won the groups and stuff, but just see, I, the wild card thing to me is kind of interesting uh, to look at. And I know Bill Simmons has talked about this at length about if you were to, and I think John Hollinger tweeted something out about it today too. If you add one more game, it becomes a little less confusing with like the point differential stuff. But see, there you go. Pacers four zero. Cavs had a plus twenty nine, but did not make it through. Uh, Bucks uh, win their group. The Knicks end up being the wild card because they have a plus forty two. And then in Group C, like Magic again, you have the Magic had absolutely boned here. It looked like they were going to get through. Plus twenty two is not enough as the Celtics win the point differential. Look how tight that group was. Uh, Lakers, we said right, they make it through four zero. Suns, they get the wild card spot being plus thirty four. Rockets were plus 10. Uh, they were also in wild card contention. And then the Wolves ended up with a zero uh, point differential. So they didn't really have a shot. So there you go. That, we can actually look at the wild card just like this. Um, you can see the Bucks, Pacers, Celtics in the East. So the Knicks, Cavs, and Magic, those are the top three in the West. You had Suns, Wolves, and Rockets. Uh, but there you go. It's fun. I'm excited. Uh, Tesla said definitely having the big market teams in the win is a, is a big win for the league. Yeah, man. I mean, I will just say overall – Overall, I've absolutely loved this. I've had so much fun with it. Um, I think like the first night, you're like, oh, all we're doing is talking about the courts. Like, I feel like nobody gives a shit about the courts anymore. Nobody was talking about them. It's just like, oh, yeah, the courts are different because it's an in-season tournament game. But last night, I mean, like you saw, uh, and I think this was referenced on the Bill Simmons pod this morning or something I listened to while I was slowly sipping coffee and trying to wake the F up. Uh, but the Celtics, right, uh, 
obviously fouling Drummond up 25 or whatever to try to extend that point differential. And then in the locker room, we're like, everybody was glued to the Nets game, making sure that the Nets won, but not by a lot so that they would go through. Uh, it was pretty awesome. I mean, it seems like the players really give a shit about it. And again, you had like that Warriors Kings game last night. Um, and even like the teams that were kind of already eliminated, like Minnesota and OKC, like that was a battle. Uh, so it seems like they really care. It's given us a, like something to be excited about in November. And now we get to see how it plays out in Vegas. And I, I think Vegas is going to be a good time. I'm really excited about it. Because really, I, I mean, I joke that I don't really want to watch New York play. But like the Knicks going is fun. Right? It's good for basketball. There's a lot of Knicks fans, obviously. They haven't won anything in forever. So this would be like a Super Bowl for them. Halliburton would be so exciting. Everybody likes watching Zion play. Uh, CJ McCollum should be back by then too, which is pretty cool. Uh, and then obviously Celtics bucks, everyone's predicting to be the Eastern conference, uh, final matchup and then Lakers and K uh, sons, you know, uh, Bradley Beal won't be back, but KD should be back. I don't know. It's going to be good. Mo in the chat saying I have zero proof, but have a feeling, uh, the schedule was set up to, to favor the big market teams and all this Pacers and Pels just messed it up. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I do think the one adjustment they have to make, like seeing the Celtics, uh, knowing exactly how many points they needed to score while the Magic already had played all of their games, that kind of sucks. That's an unfair advantage. So if they tweak it next year, they either need to have like one day be all the East teams play out and then the next day all the West teams play out so that everybody's playing at the same time and they know what they need to do to get through. Um, uh, Tesla said saw top shot, had a giveaway for a chance to run up and down the turning courts in the off season and scuff them up a bit. <laughs> I don't, you know, what's so funny, man. I don't even know if that's a joke or not. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. Anyways, that was the end season tournament. That was pretty exciting. Uh, looking forward to the quarterfinal matchup next week. I'm sure we'll have some stuff going for playback. And then obviously I'm going to be in Vegas for it, uh, for the semifinals and then the finals. So looking forward to that. Let's take uh, one more break. We're going to dive into, uh, a little, I'm just going to poke around at the so rare thing and then we'll get out of here relatively soon because we get a lot of content, a lot of content. Today's NBA bit is brought to you by so rare daily fantasy sports is annoying, constantly paying attention to injury news, who's starting, who's sitting, and just having to remember to enter your lineups each and every day with so rare. You just have to enter your lineup once for each game week. And instead of having to pay an entry fee each time you enter a contest with so rare, once you buy your cards, the tournaments are free. Free. Each game week, you'll have a chance to win more card rewards to bolster up your roster. And this year, So Rare is introducing cash prizes. So sign up for So Rare today using the link in the description, and they'll start you with 20 free common cards. And by using our link, once you buy five cards from auction, they'll give you a six one free. So sign up for So Rare today and see if you can take down Mike Sorarian. All right, here we go. Welcome back. Real quick, I know people were talking about the Mets giveaway thing, and I joked that's how I know Top Shot is back. This should have gotten a million likes, by the way, because I know this would this would drive Jay nuts here. Uh, just comparing Jay to Roham for the giveaway. Not able to. I'm not able. Did did Mets block me too? No way. Did Mets block me? Okay, no, he didn't. I was like, whoa. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Good stuff. Good stuff by everybody. Uh, all right, I wanted to go over So Rare for a second. So we're going to be doing, obviously, uh, the rest of the day today uh, on our other channel, Team Hold So, uh, so Rare at 3 p.m. 
George St. Ledger is going to come on. We're going to talk some in-season tournament stuff about what's coming up next with So Rare. Because I got I got some constructive criticism for So Rare after the last couple of weeks. I'm excited to talk with him about that. And then Shot Tank tonight is at 9 p.m. Everybody's back. JBB, AJB, TST, and myself. Uh, and we're going to do uh, – TST put together some this like So Rare MVP conversation that we're going to talk about. Jeb wants to talk about some year one, year two shit. And then we're going to do some underdog drafting. Uh, or talk about some underdog strategy as John Boy Beats has been on. Actually, all of them have been on a heater, so we'll talk about that. Um, all right, I wanted to uh, – let me go over to So Rare, and I want to shout out a couple of people, man. Uh, George St. Ledger, who is going to be on that show, I believe he finished 10th last night in uh, in the in-season tournament, uh, which is awesome. It's like 1200 bucks if we look at the leaderboard here. So first ended up being – uh, Tefal, uh, who put up almost 1570, had a nice cushion there between Salerno, who came in second. You see Bada Boom in third over here. George right there in 10th place, baby. George finished with 10th with 1439, uh, and he gets 1200 bucks for that bad boy. So shout out to our guy, George. Uh, I think I ended up finishing, what was it, 172nd, 172nd, uh, which I think wins me $35, baby. Uh, I think TST finished in that in that range, too. Um, real quick, I really enjoyed this. This cumulative, uh, contest is pretty fun. Uh, I really enjoy, uh, I I've really enjoyed the idea of like trying to figure out the best way to approach lineups, uh, whether it's like focusing on the contender, the champion, or some of the cumulative stuff, even though you're not winning rewards week to week. So I hope we see other stuff like this. I hope that that's a fun way to use those like wildcard tournaments is put together a cumulative contest. I hope we see more of that. I think it's fun. Uh, I As I've said this whole time, like the more contests there are, the more you're using your cards, the more it seems worth it. Uh, they've clearly had some uh, some issues there with um, – there you go, Boston Base. Well done. Uh, yeah, so the playoffs should be more like this. I agree looking for food. They clearly have had some issues with the reward stuff. They need to figure that out. Um, I'm a little bit annoyed with like – what like they had a court report yesterday with some of their announcements. And again, it's just like, you know, I, I, I'm a, I, it's a double-edged sword when you said you want transparency, but like, if they're just like dumb at stuff, then you're like, Oh, I guess we're just seeing how dumb they are with their transparency. Right. So like when you do announcements of announcements of announcements of announcements, I mean, that's top shots really good at that. I mean, every web three company is really good at that. And that's, that is a bummer. So I, they definitely have some kinks to iron out. We'll talk more about it a little bit um, tonight. But uh, but overall, I thought it was pretty fun. So finishing 172nd, Carl Anthony Towns really let me down here. I had a really solid game from Dinwiddie, Bam, Kyrie, and Kyle Lowry. Uh, but Cat Cat underperformed. But I think Luca having that uh monster monster night really shook things up because the other time people had a chance to play Luca, he really he failed that game. I think he got hurt or I forget what happened, but he had a really really bad game. Um, I'll just go like quickly look at what else I've got going on here with some of my lineups. I. This one is in 377th and uh, the rare champ where 44 points out of uh, first uh, Giddy sells one more game, assuming he doesn't get suspended uh, against the Lakers. Uh, Ivy's got two, Aiton's got one, Maxie's got one, but AD is the guy that I need him to get up to like the 70 point range, but this probably isn't going to cash either. My rare underdog was kind of fun. Uh, cause we got, uh, eight out of Wesley Matthews, 24 out of Peyton, 32 out of Derek Jones, but that's obviously not going to win anything either. And then we're 90 points away from this. Kessler Edwards dropped three for me. Uh, Buddy Hill is pretty disappointing. Denver still hasn't played yet too, but my limited contender, we're right now winning a limited tier four and I still have, uh, Zaire Williams to play cause this one should win a reward because we had really solid performances from those guys. But, um, 
Yeah, real quick. I mean, I don't want to speculate too much on the Giddy thing because um, I don't know anything, right? And I, I don't want to get sued. Uh, it was Andrew Bogut who was on a podcast, and uh, I'll basically just repeating what Bogut said. So I'm not reporting any of this, obviously. But Bogut made it, and uh, it, it was weird because like Twitter accounts clipped. Uh, they didn't clip. They just took the quote that they were like, OKC and the NBA knew about this for a, over a year. And so that makes it seem like they were covering stuff up. Right. And what it sounds like, again, this is from Andrew Bogut, who who knows what the fuck Andrew Bogut knows. Like he's just Australian. So maybe he feels like he's got a line on what Andrew, oh, what Josh Giddy's going through. Um, but uh, what it sounds like from that podcast is that this happened a year ago and that. Uh, it makes it seem like Giddy maybe made the NBA and or made OKC aware of this, who then made the NBA aware of it, that it happened. And it sounds like, the again, from this clip, that the person uh, allegedly involved in this allegedly lied about their age. And uh, the, when Giddy found out, said something. I don't know. But after that came out, then there was a report from TMZ, a trusted source, uh, that Newport Beach or wherever it happened in California um, is uh, they're investigating the situation. It didn't really seem like the charges were pressed or anything. So I don't know if the town, the county of California, the county in California is like, we have to get involved because it's going viral. Uh, or if like the family press charges, I don't really know. I don't really know. So we'll see what happens. But again, I, the NBA has usually been quick to, uh, it's been quick to like, uh, I don't think hold people accountable, but when stuff like this happens, they usually send players away from the team for a little bit. And the fact that Giddy not only played over the weekend, but played last night too, even with this stuff coming out, I see, it seems like he's going to continue to play. So we'll see how it plays out. I mean, it's a bad situation all around. Like, you know, I mean, it's just a fucking kid, man, you know? So that's, it's gross. No matter what happened, it sucks. So hopefully it's worked out and it's not terrible. And you know, if if real wrongdoing was done, I hope whoever did the wrongdoing is held accountable for their actions. That's all we can. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. Um, all right. I think that's it for this morning. I don't know if I have anything else. We covered most of the stuff, right? Giddy Cuban and the in-season tournament. Um, again, 3 p.m. Eastern will be live over on Team Hold So Rare. And then again at 9 p.m. for uh, you Team Hold Live. Uh completionists uh the nba bits back again tomorrow morning at 9 a.m and then friday at 9 a.m as well friday the underdog happy hour will be back as well and live before lock and then it's my birthday this weekend how about that it's my birthday this weekend which i keep forgetting about that like that snuck up on me a little bit and then next week obviously no nba bit on wednesday thursday friday because i'll be in vegas baby um so get excited get excited for that i don't know you guys have anything else before we wrap up here if you haven't liked the stream and subscribed to the Team Hold channel, we are up to 10,870 subscribers, creeping on up to 11K. You love to see it. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our other channels too uh, if you haven't done that yet. And uh, what do we get for basketball tonight, actually? I keep forgetting. I'm not turning 41 Boston base. Um, I keep forgetting that, like, I feel like we're supposed to have a day off after the in-season tournament, but Wednesday's usually a big hoops day. So tonight we've got, oh, Wizards and Magic, baby. Nice. Uh, Lakers and Pistons, another one. Hell yeah. Suns and Raptors. Mwah. Sixers, Pels, maybe that's fun. Uh, we got Grizz and the Utah Jays. Uh, Nuggets and Rockets, And then Clippers and Kangs. So Kings are on a back-to-back. -back. Rockets are on a back-to-back. -back. Um, 
who else is on a back-to-back? Uh, Raptors are on a back-to-back. And I think that's it. That's it. Should be a good time. Should be a good time for some Hopies. All right, I hope everybody has a great day. Happy Wednesday. It's cold as shit in New York right now. Uh, I don't know why I had to share that last part, but I'm just cold. I'm chilly. All right, have a great day. We'll see you later. Check out the So Rare stuff. We out. <laughs>